that sound? That's when you know you're in the midst of the second coming of Jesus Christ. You know, like a thief in the night because the human mind will always, 100% of the time, miss it completely. As they have with the sons of God in the USA. 100% completely to this moment. Just missing the mark. Still practicing Gog and Magog. And then justifying it like, I didn't know. Oh, you know. You just hardened your hearts. The holy place is the Spirit of God. Blessed are they who dwell there. Only the holy place people inherit the kingdom, according to the scripture, and no one else. I tell you the truth. We've been doing this thing for years, trying to get everyone to be holy place Christians, and they just trample the Father underfoot. Men more interested in business and making money in the natural realm. Women, whatever. Millions, millions and millions and millions. It's like a couple people that are even interested in the Father worldwide. They all say they are, but in the tests and tribulations and trials of life, very, very few obey the Spirit of God more highly than the Spirit of this world. It's like one in a million Christians, about exactly one in a million. And you've all had tremendous opportunity. It's not like, oh, it's so fast, I didn't know. You knew every time you hearted in your heart and pleased man more highly than the Holy Spirit, you died. And you'll be forgiven. It's just those that aren't holy place, that can stand in the holy place, stand in the throne room, will be peasants for eternity. I tell you the truth. The inner court Christians, the outer court Christians, will be peasants, peasants, as they are in heaven for eternity on earth. And they'll be thankful. They'll be actually happy servants because we'll remove all of the curse worldwide with the seven spirits of God your Father, your Maker. And so they'll be very cheerful in their servanthood to the holy crown of life and the seven lightnings of the throne of grace. They'll be very thankful that they're even here and not burning in the lake of fire with Satan and his angels where they deserve to be by their continuous blasphemies and their continuous trampling underfoot of God the Father, the Spirit of God. For 18 years, every day I've been trampled underfoot. No exceptions, including today. I just wake up in the morning and there's a goat and calf, usually through my family, just there to stab me right through the face. Just take a piss on my face and just spit on my face. You guys are honored, the holy place, murdered daily. I die daily. I'm not happy about it. You know, that's why there's veterans here of Joel's army and then there's these new recruits that think they know something because they went to Bible college or something stupid like that. What idiot would ever do that? All that matters is obedience to the Spirit of God. Always has been and always will be. Did your heart grow? Or did you harden your heart because you wanted to do it and get some credit for your works and look good in front of your family so they can be real proud of you? My God, 
He's an accomplished businessman. Look at his G8. He's, he's so accomplished, he's got his own business. I'm so proud of him. Look at all the natural crap he wasted his time doing that has no rewards. It'll all go burn. You have no rewards for anything you've done your entire life in your human nature, says the Father. Zero. And you're lucky that we don't just send you into the lake of fire with Satan and his angels. You're lucky. Every one of you. Lucky. Most of you have betrayed me dozens of times and have never even apologized to the crown of life because you're so arrogant and prideful to this day. You're lucky you're even here. You're lucky you're even breathing. You deserve to be murdered brutally and that would be justice. Almost every single one of you deserve to be killed, crucified horribly. But he did that for us to remove your stinking, filthy, goat pride. I deal with it continuously. And I haven't hardened my heart towards the seven spirits of God. We've grown up into our Father in heaven to slaughter all goats and to slaughter all calves through all nations, tribes, and tongues. I tell you the truth, zero shall remain. You'll look for the calf. Oh, I loved serving money. I could believe in gold and the gold standard. And I bow every day to David Rothschild as my king. I didn't know any better. I didn't. Well, you bow every time you serve money. You worship David Rothschild as your king. He's already been enshrined in the red dragon. Already. <laughs> Who do you think owns your money? You just have the Monopoly version, and you think you're something. You're nothing. You're slaves at best. Unless you serve the Spirit of God, you are all slaves to the golden calf, mammon. And there's not a drop of freedom in it. These people come to me with horror on their face. What are you? Who are you? What do you do? I want what you have. Like, just crawling to me. Every day, you guys, I go out in public at the Mall of America, at the car wash, at the gym, at restaurants. Every time I make a public appearance, people are like, what the? What? It's an enigma. No, it's just someone that obeyed the Spirit of God. That's all. Just a normal Christian, a disciple of the kingdom of heaven, and not worldly. And I'm just like, man, obey the Spirit. And they don't because they have no faith. And so there's zero I can do for you. Golden oil, are you kidding me? The natural realm, what a joke. I mean, seriously, if potions could do it and contraptions and alchemy and magic, Samuel's horn of oil would have made King David live forever, but he died. That was magic. That was sorcery. <laughs> but it was legal in the Old Covenant because that's the covenant of flesh. In the New Covenant, it's illegal. Any faith you put in the pale horse of the flesh is an abomination and punished by fire. And that's the punishment of bliss. Seriously, Heavenly Father's fire eats wood, hay, and stubble. It eats it. The Lion of the tribe of Judah eats hay. The white horse feeds on your hay. That's why they can't stand to be around holy place Christians. I ride the white horse with Big Brother, my king, you might have heard of him. The Lord Christ. 
the creator of heaven and earth. We ride in this army together, side by side. And this white horse eats hay, and it must feed on your flesh. Mm -hmm. And that's a good thing. It's very horrifying because everything you believed in is a total farce. You've loved the Matrix. Many of you have loved the Matrix, especially the servants of the golden calf, especially the servants of the goat head of religion. Anytime you threaten their religion or you threaten their money, ooh, it is serpent's tail. It's like a scorpion. Kill them. Kill it. Kill it. Kill it. Murder them. Cain. Every day we deal with it. Because religion and rebellion is Satan's nature. And you have been satanic 100%. Holiness is a brand new thing to you. And you barely know anything about it, and yet you still judge it. The spirit of holiness. It's pure fire. Heavenly Father's fire. The holy of holies. They can't stand the holy of holies. It exposes everything they've ever learned as garbage. That you have, in fact, wasted your entire human lives on the natural realm. Vanity, vanity, vanity. Chasing after the wind. Solomon did. But his wisdom stayed with him. It is written. Well, there's got to be something in having 300 wives. You know? All these guys. I mean, what teenager wouldn't want a harem? Oh, they get it on Pornhub. They get it on all of their pornography. As many partners as possible. Uh-huh. You know? Because Solomon and his harem is their idol. The lust is so sick and deadly. It's a siren's call of hell. And succubus and incubus will suck you dry and murder you into the grave. The harlot's heart is the grave, it is written in Proverbs. Those of you who commit sexually immorality, you marry the devil. You do? I'm like, you justify jerking off to porn, it's so hard. No, you just love Satan more than you love Jesus. It's true. I mean, I used to. I'm forgiven. That's the only difference between me and you. If you're forgiven, you don't whore out your spirit to fallen angels and incubus and succubus. You don't lust. You're not arrogant and boastful. You're not prideful. You're not a goat. You're not a calf. You're with the Father feasting on the Lamb of God that takes away your sin. And now your cup overflows. And because perfect love drives out fear, I'm taking away your sins because this is the overflow of the King's cup. And they hate the ministry of the King of Kings because it shows that everything they do in ministry is a total joke and worthless. Almost all inner court and outer court Christian activity has zero rewards. Just a drop of the holy place is more powerful than all the millions of inner court and outer court Christianity combined. I tell you the truth. It's a blinding light that there's certain must be an angel of the devil sent to deceive us. Because I thought I was right in my Shandarabakariyandarabakara church. There can't be more than what my little pyramid told me in Sunday school. 
and even our die-hard Wednesday night Bible study because we're zealots if you go to the Wednesday night group utterly clueless their lives are a sham they still live for themselves they're all 100% workers of iniquity they do their own thing and if you threaten their will and their independence from the throne of grace they will bite you with a serpent's hiss. I know, because I've been bit 10 million times. 10 million. I mean, a lot more than that, but I hate exaggeration. Daily, continuously, they hate the Holy of Holies. Human nature is an abomination. It is the pale white horse, and it must be crucified with Christ. You must no longer live. Those who overcome the world, Revelation 12:11, love not their lives, even unto death. And the death is the death to self. And it is the best thing that ever happened to me. That's the only reason why I talk to you like this. Because I know that is the answer for every single one of your souls. And most people aren't holy enough to say these things. They have no boldness. Their righteousness is like minuscule. Can't even measure it. Most Christians don't even have a clue what righteousness is. Their pastors don't even know what righteousness is. They think it's something that you do in an activity of your human bodies. Righteousness is the ruling and reigning of the throne of grace by the seven spirits of God through the universe. Hallelujah! Our Lord God Almighty reigns, it is written, book of Revelation. What's the reign? It's the anointing of the Holy Spirit proceeding from the throne of God. It's the crystal clear living waters from head to toes. Heaven flows through every nation, tribe, and tongue, removing all false fathering of Satan. Setting the world free from the devil. You shall have nothing else fathering you, no other father except God. And you are all brothers and sisters. Man's pride, the goat nature of Lucifer, is I will be a father, and I'm going to father you. I'll tell you right and wrong. I'll control you. You can and can't do that. And it's every abomination behind every pulpit in America. I'm the leader. I'll be your father. They're going to die like flies. And that's why pastors die prematurely. They get in the way of the true one heavenly father and pretend like they're the father. False fathering is the main goat nature and enemy of every single one of your souls. If you have any other father except God, you are demon-possessed and under the throne of Lucifer, I tell you the truth. Do you think Jesus was lying to you? Is that optional in the red letters? I mean, there's only four little books there of His perfect words, the Messiah, the King of Glory, the Savior of the world. He wasn't lying to you and He wasn't joking. If you have any other father except God, you will die. And you're being covered by the throne of Satan currently. No government can cover you. No money, no mammon, nothing of this natural realm. Certainly not religion. 
Only God can father you. And He's a perfect father. And His love is fire. And it's the fire that dissolves the death you've allowed into your own souls called your sin. Your sins must be forgiven. And yes, everything in your mind that irks in this message is sin. And when you can just rest in the Father and just let a river of life flow through you, then you can let the seven spirits of God be your leadership, the Spirit of God. He will lead you and guide you into all it is written. All. You're only killing yourselves when you disobey the Spirit of God. Thinking, oh my God, certainly there's something if I go out here and work real hard and start my own business and start my own ministry and do my own thing that the Spirit of God hasn't led and built in my life, I can do something better than God. That's Eve's error. You're just like your mother and father that fell from God. That is the fallen human nature of rebellion. That's anti-Christ activity. You are accumulating sin in your souls and filling yourself with darkness. Anytime you rebel against the Spirit of God, you must be forgiven in the blood of the Lamb. And there is immeasurable amounts of the river of life, the blood of the Lamb, to forgive all the sins of all nations, tribes, and tongues. So don't think we're going to run short because God in His infinite wisdom knows that you people and you nations would always do the wrong thing and fully develop the goat and calf unto death and then He could slaughter it and then you could enter the feast. He already knew that. None of this surprises God. Your sins don't surprise Him. Your rebellions, your stubbornness, your knowing it all, your pride... I mean, pride's the chief thing that Jesus Christ has wrestled against in all of His covenant people 6,000 years. Pride. Not so much lust, because you got a lot of people that just, you know, I don't do pornography and I'll have an accountability network. They can screen my internet activity, so, you know, I don't do any outward sin. A Mother Teresa can do that. You know, Gandhi can do that. You know, any religion can do that. That's the energy of human flesh. It's just discipline. You're a good soldier of the flesh. Like a horse that's been bridled. Even a horse can be disciplined. Are you better than a horse? Only if you develop the Spirit of God in your heart are you better than the animals. Tell you the truth, that's what's written. Are you a spirit? Are you an animal? Do you even know who you are? Let the seven blazing torches of your Heavenly Father reveal yourself to you. You're a spirit. You are a spirit being. <laughs> Have no identification with the flesh at all. John 6, the flesh doesn't exist. That's the matrix. Angels just walk right through your bodies. The Holy Spirit, God, just doesn't even look at the flesh. He says, he judges by the heart, the spirit, it is written. We are so outward, carnal, unspiritual, demon-possessed. We're so bewitched that we look at anything in the natural realm as pure witchcraft crammed in our minds with a big serpent that needs to be pulled out and exercised. Most of you need serious deliverance from demons crammed right in your forehead because you're so natural, carnal, unspiritual, demon-possessed. And the seven blazing torches set you free through your forehead so that Jesus Christ can be written 
on your mind and not 666 animal beast serpent in the garden. Where do you think that serpent went? That Eve ate from the tree of knowledge? Went right in here, jammed through the spinal cord, and then she enjoyed a carnal existence and she's been a religious Pharisee ever since. Witchcraft, sorcery, a daughter of Lucifer, the whore of Babylon, the first Eve. Unless you're born of the Spirit, you will all go to hell. It is written. When you're born of the Spirit, now you've escaped hell, wonderful, you got fire insurance. You've asked Jesus into your heart. Revelation 3.20, it is written. Allow the Lord into your heart. Bam! Saved. Now develop your spirit. Don't go to church. Don't go into buildings made by human hands. Live free. The smallest church in the Bible was a city. Demons built these churches, I tell you the truth. Demons. You know why? I've tested them all. True enough. Yeah, yeah, the pastor is a warlock and a servant of the golden calf 100% of the time. It was all fine and dandy until you start touching the finances and the donations and then we have to find an excuse to destroy Red Letter Ministries and Brandon Barthorpe. Dealt with it hundreds of times. Because these are servants of the golden calf and not the Spirit of God. And you will find that true in every building system of man's churches worldwide. I get up 10 people every day just like, look at all my strange fire works. Will you sponsor my church in Nairobi? We're poor. And then look at all the kids we're feeding. Charlatans, harlots, whore of Babylon, workers of iniquity, working for money instead of the Spirit of God. There's not a single beggar or orphan in the kingdom of heaven. Let God be your Father and stop serving money today in the name of Jesus Christ. The Spirit of God is the creator of heaven and earth. And He can strike the seven mountains and destroy them into the lake of fire anytime He wants to. I see seven lightnings of the crown of life through the man-child company of the holy place people. And it will incinerate all whoring to demons, all serving of mammon, and all love of the white horse of human flesh worldwide. So I hope you like the kingdom of heaven, because that's all you're going to get. In Jesus' name. I love you guys. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.